Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from beautiful Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank Feldman. And I'm Dan Beecher. And coming up on the show today, uh, we're going to follow up our uh, conversation from last week about Fred Carter's uh, work to, to, to take on the LDS church. His campaign to... to <laughs> ta- Tax-exempt status, right? Yeah. Um, we're, we're actually going to... There's kind of news talk about tax exempt status in general with churches and blah 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 yeah it's going to kind of get a little more information on yeah. that kind of stuff um It'll, but 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 before that we have other things we have other things other things Dan. you know what i lied it's not beautiful salt lake city right now it's just mm. kind of grungy gross salt lake city right now it's kind of cold and it feels colder than it is i hate that it's not that cold i mean a couple of weeks ago it was colder no, i'm just it, saying yeah, i'm saying I'm I'm it, trying to say it's uh, chilly out there. If our voices sound like shit, <laughs> it's not our fault. We didn't Sorry, pu- guys. we didn't put all that PM10 pollution into the air. PM2.5. PM2.5. Yeah. We got all the we got all the PMs. Oof. Oh. Bad. Bad, Dan. It's bad out there. Mm. Kids. Well, it's like Beijing. Not Yeah. Not really at all. Not not not, not, that, not bad. that bad. Not that bad. Anyway. All right, Dan. Yeah, what do you got? Uh, I'm going to start with a bummer of a story. Oh, good. Yay, <laughs> everyone. Embrace yourselves. It's what we're here for, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Um, apparently, the uh, Russian Duma, right? Isn't that what they call their lawmaking body? Oh, I thought that's what they called a, a, a sweet caretaking grandmother. A Duma? Oh, Duma. <laughs> come, and, come and give me some soup. Well, here's a... Take a look at that lady. Does she look like a sweet, sweet old lady? She looks like the woman that beat up Ruth Bader Ginsburg. (laughs) (laughs) Who who is that? That is Yelena Mizzolina. Okay. Uh, She's an arch-conservative senator. Mm. And uh, she has sponsored a bill to decriminalize some domestic violence in Russia. Oh, good! (laughs) Oh, you know, it's like I've for the longest time I've said, why are we demonizing all these people who just want all they want to do is just hit their partners just, and their children? Yeah, keep their wife in line. I mean, how yeah. do you keep an ordered household? Apparently, there's an old <laughs> Russian expression: if he beats you, it means he loves you. Great expression. And, uh, so Fantastic there, there, there's expression. There's a long tradition here. Yeah. Uh, they feel like this is a return to traditional <laughs> Russian values. It is a return to... Where I'm sure she's not wrong about that. Men can uh, can hit their wives, you know. Uh, the, so uh, apparently, uh, the Mizzolina feels that the existing laws that they have against domestic violence yeah. uh, are... Quote, anti-family. Oh, okay. And a baseless intervention into family affairs. Wow. Uh, that allows prosecution for just a scratch. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that poor that poor guy getting prosecuted because he left a scratch on his wife. Oh, uh, it was just, I mean. It was just a scratch. He barely even hit her. Really? <laughs> I mean, she doesn't. Is her eye black? Well, okay, maybe a little, but that's not. That's just. Yeah. That's that. They call that Russian eyeshadow. Yeah. That's just how they do makeup there. Oh, yeah. that's, 
That's rough. That's rough. <laughs> um, apparently, the Russian Orthodox Church is, uh, with its emphasis on traditional family values, oh, yes. uh, has uh, also been influencing this debate. That's going on in Russia. In and, which uh, direction? Oh, they're fine with it. Oh, they they want they want the hitting. Yeah, well, they're yeah. down for hitting. Um, yeah, there's uh, they would like to. Uh, I guess there's this thing called the Domostroy, which is a uh, centuries-old manual that prescribes uh, strict rules of behavior and requires absolute submission to the head of the family. They 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 like that manual. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So uh, they're they're kind of promoting that, and you know, I mean, hey, yeah, you know what? If, if if it works in Russia, probably coming soon to a United States near you. Uh, the way we're regressing, I think that's uh, where we're headed. I think uh, that's next. Because let's be honest, that's a return to our traditional values as well. Like yeah. that used to be us. We used to hit our women. Yeah. Oh, and the, uh, also, it's not just women. It also it's children too. Oh, good. Yeah. Thank God, because sometimes those little shits get out of line, and they need a, sh- a firm hand. They need a firm hand and maybe a belt in it. Yeah. Oh, good Ooh. lord. I, I maybe the most surprising revelation of that story is that it was criminalized in Russia. I guess I kind of <laughs> assumed that they would just that they that it was already fine that it was still okay uh, there. Yeah. Who knows. Good thing there's a woman leading that charge. Thank God. Um, Speaking of women leading the charge, I'm going to report on the Calvary Baptist Church in Washington, D.C. It's a a beautiful building, a nice uh, red-brown building. Uh, Mm, Sounds beautiful. And a big one. Red and brown. No, a a reddish-brown. Here, I'll show you a picture. Oh, okay. Sort Sort of almost a brick red, but... Is it browner? A little yeah, more brown. A little more brown. brown. Anyway, it's it's a lovely uh, a lovely building. Um, they've got uh, two new pastors. Oh, okay. Uh, and this surprised me because when I hear the term Baptist church, I don't think of a lesbian couple being the pastors of the of that church. Oh wow, good for them. Yeah. So oh. they're two new pastors. Uh, co-pastor Maria Swearingen, which. After, I, if you're as big a fan of Deadwood as I am of the the classic, uh, uh, the the classic HBO series Deadwood, the uh-huh. name Swearingen does not bring up the idea of a female pastor. But that's, oh, okay, okay, that's okay. okay. Uh, and uh, and Sally Sarrett, uh, yeah, they're they're taking over. Fantastic people. Uh, uh, they were asked uh, the 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 Carol Blythe, who's uh, from the church, said. Uh, she's a spokesman for the congregation. She's uh, a spokesman. What's that? I'm sorry. Yeah, she's a spokesman for the congregation. Mm-hmm. She said uh, they they uh, they don't. She didn't know if uh, the gay couple was a first for Baptists, a mm-hmm. uh, gay couple leading a church. But she said we just lo- we look for the best people in the world, and that's uh, who they were. So wow. apparently they are pastoring up a storm <laughs> over there. Good. They are some barn-burning lesbians, let me Lesbian, tell you. Lesbianing up a storm. Yeah. And preaching. Oh, yeah. Love it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess that there are some How other Baptists. How's the congregation responding? Do the, 
Does it talk about any? Well, are they just like all for it? Yeah, theoretically, they're the ones that chose them. I mean, it was a, it was a, a you know, the the well, yeah, the group but, that chooses them is from the the congregation. Sure, but sometimes those groups will make you know a controversial choice. I, yeah, I think that this has been a, a a very progressive Baptist church for a long time, uh-huh. and so uh, I don't think this comes as a as a shock to anyone there. <laughs> just here, more, just more in so my brain, the, the observer. Yeah, just from two thousand miles away, right? Who, who says, really? Huh? huh. Hmm. I, I'll That's... bet that there are some some Baptists in that town who are sent there from other places, uh, meaning meaning like Congress people and oh. senators who wouldn't approve of. That. Well, there are all different kinds of Baptists. I mean, I think that we often uh, lump them all can together. Lump them all together mainly into the same lump as the Southern Baptists. Right. We think of Southern Baptists and that's just Baptistism or whatever. Yeah, that is how I think of it. Yeah. I pretty much I, every every time I hear the word Baptist, you think Southern Baptist. All I think about are some gay hating right. You know, hate hollering yeah. assholes. And I don't think that they're all that way. Clearly not. There's a couple of dykes who are doing it now. Dan, careful oh, with your your my your, slurs, your words. Oh, Dan, I've, I've been trying to use their words. I'm trying to help them, yeah. the, the Baptists out. But I'm no. sure they love it when a you know a straight man. No, no, I'm not comes, not not the lesbians' words. The, the the Baptists' words. Oh, the Southern Baptists' words. Oh, okay. No, uh, yes, no. Two uh, actually just delightful seeming women. Are are yeah. going to head head up this church? Fantastic! There you go. Very good. Um, I have an update. I'm yeah, an update story. Uh, I, we spoke oh, probably a month or two ago about this uh, McDonald's that's opening up in the shadow of the Vatican. Oh yes, uh, like right across the street, right? Well, yeah. I mean, really close. Okay. And the 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 Catholic Church actually owns the building. Mm. that the McDonald's is going into oh, and they're paying of course they do they're paying like $35,000 a month in rent to to $32,000 to the Catholic Church Catholic Church nice uh there's actually a couple like i think like cardinals or whatever that live above the McDonald's now and they were none too pleased that this was happening cuz their apartments are going to smell like you know, French fries and whatnot. <laughs> they'll just move. They'll, you know what? They'll move some new cardinals in. They'll have the, uh, they'll they'll have grimace cardinal grimace come in. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, so <Bishop> McCheese. <laughs> uh, yes. Anyway. Uh, so, in order to appease the critics, McDonald's. Uh, is going to be providing 1,000 free lunches a week to uh, homeless who live in the area. Huh. Uh, this is, uh, they're coordinating with an archbishop uh, who specific, specifically uh, dispenses charity on behalf of Pope Francis. Uh-huh. And uh, they are, are they're going to be working with uh, also the Italian charity Medicina Solidale. Huh. Um, which offers medical care for poor, um, and uh, so the the volunteers from the charity will collect the meals, and uh, and then distribute them. Um, 
This still, however, has not completely silenced the critics. No. Uh, one, uh, where was he? Uh, he's an Italian cardinal, Elio Zgreccia. Mm. Uh, he, uh, he has, what did he say? Oh, he, <laughs> he finds that the burgers and fries being sold in the neighborhood is unacceptable because the American owned, uh, well, mainly because the food, uh, is a breach of Italian taste. <laughs> yeah, it <laughs> is. <laughs> Welcome to the world. American taste wins again. All I know is that there are McDonald's uh, scattered around Italy in yeah. such numbers and around Rome in such numbers that uh, it's not just tourists no. eating at these things. Not yeah. just American tourists. There's Italians yeah. who decided that they like <sighs> you know what? those burgers and fries. I've had, and- I, see, now I've had the best meal of my life I ate in Italy. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was very, when I was a, 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 a younger man, but also I've had an authentic, an Italian person cook me one of the worst meals of my life. No. So it's not like all of their, have you, you were in Southern Italy, so you probably didn't encounter this. This is, she was from, she was from Northern Italy Oh. and she made me a dish that she called mayonnaise, <laughs> which it means mayonnaise. Yeah. What she, was it just mayonnaise on pasta? It was mayonnaise with rice and like oh yeah, cut up what they call wurst, yeah, which yeah. is hot dogs. Yes, wurstel. Yeah, it was disgusting. It was just it was yeah. just mayonnaise and rice. Uh huh. Yeah, they they they've been known to do that. They cannot get snooty with me about food <laughs> if they're willing to do that. That's all I'm saying. I'm saying they make gr- I, they make brilliant food. Yeah. Americans also some make brilliant food, and then there's this other part of all of cuisine, which is just everybody has gross shit. <laughs> Apparently, however, Dan, your palate has not has not developed developed enough such that I appreciate. I enjoy the mayonnaise, <laughs> mayonnaise, rice, and, and hot dogs. <laughs> and hot dogs. I looked at that, that and I was like, delightful. I was like, I seriously was looking around the room to see if I was being punked. Like, where are the hidden cameras on this? You cannot tell me that, this, that an Italian would find this cuisine acceptable. <laughs> oh, my God. We, we would actually do something fairly similar as missionaries on occasion. Yeah. It's a cheap meal. <laughs> yeah. You it's... serve six missionaries, a big pot of rice, and a little bit of mayonnaise, and some, uh, we would do like... Like a veggie thing. Gross. It's so yeah, gross. It. <laughs> it's so gross. After a while, no, it's it's actually, you kind of develop a taste for it. It's not bad. Oh, God. I'm moving on. Uh, yay for McDonald's for giving away free food, I guess. That's got to be the most expensive McDonald's. Like, there are certain locations of McDonald's that just, they know they're going to reap a fortune. Like, yeah. you know, there's the McDonald's on the Champs-Élysées in France. Yeah. That I'm sure pays through the nose for the right to be in oh, yeah. that particular spot because they just they just wreak havoc. They just make money hand over fist, yeah. and it's not like the burgers are more expensive there. They're just mm. selling so many, so many burgers. Well, you know, there's that crazy phenomenon of being like 
someone who never eats at McDonald's, who avoids most fast food chains. Yeah. Definitely all the national fast food chains. I've got a local favorite or two. But like uh <laughs> like you're in a foreign country, somehow you find yourself at McDonald's. You always do. Yeah, <laughs> you really always bizarre. do. It's just so weird. And you love it. You get there and you're like, "Thank God for this place." <laughs> I don't know why I hate it everywhere else. Yeah. Holy shit, I need McDonald's right now. I for whatever <clears throat> I still have not had a beer though at McDonald's. I've never had a beer at McDonald's. And hmm. it's available. Is it? In a lot of European countries. Maybe. Maybe I have maybe I haven't been as much as I'm saying I have been. Huh. But I've definitely been. Yeah. I've, I've been. been too. It's not every yeah. Well, anyway. Anyway, uh, in I'm going to do a story that's going to sound like a story that we've done before because this shit keeps happening. What? A prisoner in our federal prison system mm-hmm. here in these United States of America mm-hmm. uh, is suing with the help of the FOFERF, uh, the Freedom from Religion Foundation, and the uh, the American Humanist Association. Uh, they're s- suing the Pennsylvania Department of Corrections. Because in order to qualify f- for getting out uh, early from mm-hmm. his prison sentence, yeah. he would be required to attend a, a program, a, a drug abatement program or, or whatever, okay. that is religious-based. Oh, shit. And he, had, he formally requested a secular yes. equivalent. Yeah. Please? They said no. Which means that in order f- it for him, like, otherwise, he has to serve the maximum sentence. of Like, like he has to serve the entire sentence. That's such fucking bullshit. Uh, yeah, so... Uh, wow. Okay. So, yes. Uh, this. So, the Fufurf has has uh, contacted the uh, the people. Also, yeah, and the, uh, the Apignani Humanist Legal Center... Which is the uh, the the legal wing of the uh, American Humanist Association? Mm-hmm. Uh, next time, find somebody to name it after that's easier to say, guys. Uh, <laughs> Someone with an easier name donate a lot of money. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Become their new savior. Uh, the uh, Monica Miller from that group said the Pennsylvania Department of Corrections cannot promote religion or require inmates to participate in religious programs. To receive benefits. Uh, yeah. Doing so violates the Establishment Clause of the First Amendment, which guarantees that all citizens have the right to be free from religious coercion by the state. Ding, ding, ding. That seems right to me. Yeah. But uh, apparently, I mean, here's the thing. The more we hear uh, politicians talk about, you know, how they, about, about what the world needs, mm. Senator Sessions, who's now going to be our state, mm. our, our our attorney general under president Trump uh, loves to talk about how nothing can, nothing good can happen without Jeebus and how we who, uh, who don't have Jeebus aren't even capable of rational thought. So yeah, no, clearly not totally makes sense that he would think, well, yeah, you can't kick the drugs if you don't got Jesus. Jesus is just so helpful. So useful. So helpful. Why are we fighting it? 
Frank. He 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 helps people get over. I mean, he just intervenes all the time mm-hmm. in people's lives, helping them out and fixing things up. Like I really like. And if he hasn't fixed your life up, if you've believed in him and he hasn't fixed your life up, you did it wrong. And fuck you for trying. Actually, not even that. He's just being a little arbitrary. He's and just capricious. No, mysterious. <laughs> He works in mysterious ways, Franklin. You don't you don't know why he's chosen not to nobody knows. Answer your, your no, prayers. No, no, no. Nobody knows. It's but he knows. And it's for the best for you. It's in your best interest that he has fucked you up so royally. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Or allowed you to be fucked up. Because he doesn't do the fucking up. Oh, sometimes I think he does. Does he? Yeah, like when the hurricane takes your house away. That's Jeebus fucking you up. Oh, I think that's him not intervening. Oh, he's really good at not intervening. <laughs> he's like amazing at not intervening. Like in terms of like the le- like because you you look at in the Old Testament, God was a an intervening motherfucker. Oh, he loved it. He would just inter- he'd drown everybody and just fuck you guys. Yeah. Now he has really he's really released that. That busybody part of himself. He's grown. He has. He's, he's so much more mature now. He's he's, he's found his center. <laughs> you know, I th- I think he took up yoga. That's what I think. <laughs> the, the Eastern yeah traditions. He was like, hey, this him. Buddha's onto something. I'm gonna I'm gonna chant a little bit. Mm. I'm gonna I'm gonna maybe do some bends and some uh, some stretches. Yeah, and we'll uh, you know what? I don't need to intervene. Yeah. I'll just let it all play out. Yeah, it's much more interesting this way. Yeah, it's like a, a an episode of the best show on TV. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right, Dan. Well, the Philippine government, Dan, yes, has uh, gotten involved in uh, and uh, trying to prevent the spread of porn. Oh, good throughout their country. Somebody tells blocked, me they've blocked some popular porn sites. Oh, uh, after news came out uh, that uh, Filipinos spend more time watching porn uh, on at least some of the porn sites that uh, were that released uh, this information. Pornhub.com. More than more than you said, they spend more time watching porn than than. Other nationalities. Oh, okay. They're right. just the porn lovingest They'll, of them all. So, at least on Pornhub, that is. Uh, okay. Because Pornhub sort of releases statistics every year. Yeah. And uh, they uh, <laughs> found that of all the nationalities, Filipinos spend the most time on their site per visit. Right? Oh. Oh, um, so they're actually interested in the story is what I get from that. <laughs> They're they're not just there for the for the salacious nudity no, and oh, and, yeah, no. and and hardcore sex. They no. they want to learn about these people. And they want to know what happens in the next episode. Right. Yeah. <laughs> they're sticking around. There was a cliffhanger at the end of that one. Maybe maybe it just takes them longer to 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 come. Who can say? Who can say? Uh, however, Filipinos spend an average of 12 minutes and 45 seconds on the adult website. Mm. Uh, almost two minutes longer than a South African. Does, okay. Which is the group that came in second. Okay. Um, since this information started being released a couple years ago, um, the Filipino government has uh, kind of just been not happy 
about all this porn. Oh. And so right now, Pornhub.com and a few others, they are not available in the Philippines. Oh, There's no. A, if you put the, the, the URL in on your laptop or phone, apparently there's a lot of porn watching on phones as well, well yeah. on, in, in the Philippines. Yeah. Uh, a little thing comes up. It says, uh, this website has been ordered blocked under the authority of the Philippine government pursuant to blah, 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 or the anti-child pornography law. What? So uh, Those apparently, sites don't do child porn. Exactly. Um, apparently, uh, that's... Not that I would know that, Mom. <laughs> I have no idea what these sites are for. Where was the... There was... Oh, God, it must have been the other article that I read about it, which was their uh, the Filipinos' favorite search terms as well. Oh, God. Um, which was telling. Yeah. Uh, but... Uh, they like they like their own. Uh, I remember. Oh, okay. So they're they're searching Filipino, Filipino, or pine, pine, Filipina, uh-huh. uh, pine. Uh, what was what were some of the other ones? Um, but nonetheless, yeah, they they like that. They they like their own. Yeah, as people tend to do. They like their as, own. Uh, yes. Look at people like themselves having having a good time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, government getting involved in this shit. It's just dumb. It's I well, hate- uh, I mean, the the big scare of pornography. Oh no, it's going to ruin everything. Has it? I well, I mean, it's only been around since forever, so I don't know. <laughs> I don't think we have enough data yet. Well, I mean, here in Utah, you know, all oh, the yeah. we're good at porn here. We're good at it. We like our porn here. We do. And the no. legislature keeps keeps trying to Get in. What would they call? It? They declared it a public health crisis. It's a public health crisis here in Utah. Oh my God! I'm. We're so unhealthy here. What with our, <laughs> what with our porn consumption? Yeah. Public health. Oh my God. How is it a public health crisis? That's the public health crisis. The air that is that we're currently like struggling to breathe. Yeah. That's no public health crisis. Yeah. But uh, but pornography, watching people. Do things with their peepees and their hoo hoos. That's scary. That that that's uh, affecting our health. Just, yeah, I mean well, the air would be cleaner maybe <laughs> if we all weren't. I don't know. I don't I, know how that works. I don't think it would. <laughs> I think that you've you've created a false thing there. Uh, <laughs> speaking of here in Utah, however, what? I do have one uh, one y- local story. Do ya? Uh-huh. Uh huh. We've we've got. An after-school Satan. Yay! Here at one of our elementary schools. <laughs> uh, the after-school Satan program, for those who, uh, who haven't been paying attention, um, is a program developed by, this, by one of our favorite organizations, the Satanic Temple, mm-hmm. um, which, is, uh, which I think the goal of which is primarily just to scare the bejesus out of people for whom the word Satan is scary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they, they do it in response. They, so these are after school programs that they've created in response to after Christian after school programs, which are all, it's totally legal to have a, a religious after school program on a school grounds Mm -hmm. here in the United States. Yes. Uh, that's been, that's been decided by the Supreme court. And so, uh, and so this is just a response. 
uh, which is very funny. Um, they don't, I mean, they don't teach kids, you know, anything about anything satanic at all. They're not sacrificing chickens. No, although maybe, you know, maybe for fun one day, they just, you know, sacrifice on some McNuggets or something. <laughs> uh, but no, what they, what they, what they do is learn about like critical thought and science and a bunch of stuff that you would definitely want your kids to learn about if you're a smart human. So where is this school? Which town is it in? It's uh, it's Vista Elementary School in Taylorsville, which is in, here in the Ooh, Salt Lake Valley. That's in the Mormon heartland. Yes, it is. Right smack dab in there. Um, okay. <clears throat> and, the, and that it's because that school also has a Christian club. Uh, not a Mormon one. Although huh. all the uh, all the high schools here have Christian not clubs they're mormon uh, they've got they've got the mormon uh seminary that's just that's not yeah. on the school grounds yeah i mean it's but it sure is right next to them yeah uh anyway the uh so yeah the the uh this club is available to kids between the ages of 5 and 12 ah. uh and yeah it's all about science and stuff huh. so our uh our chapter here in in Salt Lake of the uh, the uh, Satanic Temple is plugging away. And what has the response been? Are parents just up in arms? Uh, the so the the school's administration had to send out a letter to the parents because they knew that this would be a problem. Probably. that said that basically explained that this is legal and that they can do this and and that the school has an obligation to let anybody who wants to rent it out and and that this isn't is not an endorsement of uh satanism by the school district or anything like that there has been at least one child uh who or at least one family who has requested to move their child to a different school because of it <laughs> whatever school that child Winds up in. They need to target it again. Yeah, that they one, need to. One, they need, need to just need an after school. Fuck thing. with that kid. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> That's the worst thing, man. Oh no. Yeah. Oh poor kid. Yes. Going to uh, have to go to a different school. So that, oh Satan. Moises Estevez, who is the uh, who is the the spokesperson for the Child Evangelism Fellowship, which by the way I will point out. Does not make it their goal to k- teach the kids anything useful other than Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. Right. <clears throat> he says that uh, that uh, Satanists were, quote, compelled by their despise of God and their despise of anything Christian. Their despise? Yeah. Yeah, okay. That's, that's not how we English, but that's okay. <laughs> you go right ahead, uh, Moises. Uh, yeah, it's very funny. Th- which, that quote makes it clear that they're playing directly into the hands of the Satanic Temple. Uh-huh. Because everybody, I mean, the, even the Salt Lake Tribune ended up running, after they ran the initial story, they ended up running a uh, an opinion piece, an mm-hmm. op-ed, uh-huh. about, about it. That basically said, we, they're just fucking with us, you know, just so <laughs> that we all know. They're just fucking with us because they can. <laughs> right. Right, but that doesn't stop everybody That's from brilliant. I love it. Freaking out. So, I mean, kids are showing up. Uh, you are know what? Going? No word on that. I I have huh. not seen any word on that. Huh. It's just I just know that it's going to happen. Okay. I want to go. I'll I'll 
I, I want to learn about science and stuff. That sounds fun. <laughs> I'm just too old. That's all. There you go. Poor Dan. Yeah. Too old to be in a elementary school's <laughs> after school program. It's always so sad. <laughs> of course, when you say it that way, it makes me sound really, really creepy. That's, that's not what we're talking about. Anyway, if you uh, have any questions or things that you'd like to comment on about any of the things that we're talking about, please feel free to write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. You can also call and leave us a voicemail message. Yeah. Our telephone number is 424-666-8442. Go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. And while there, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge and request to join. It's a closed group, but we'll let you in. Well, Frank, mm-hmm. since today will be devoted, uh, our, 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 our topic uh, for today's final segment will be devoted to uh, religious organizations and, uh, and, and in part whether or not they can participate in, the, uh, in, in, in our electoral system, in oh, politics yeah. Yeah. in these United States, uh, I wonder uh, uh, maybe we should you know, play something that's about, that's a religious person talking about politics in Ooh. a way that probably he's not paying taxes uh, to do. He's making a fortune. Yeah. And no taxes. Months ago, God called me to be a part of calling this nation back to God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To voting at the election, mm-hmm. at the polls, mm-hmm. a, 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 a person who would stand for Bible reading in the schools even. Mm-hmm. You say, oh, we can't do that. We can. <laughs> we can do all things through Christ. And if America votes, it's time they vote for anything and everything. We should vote for Bible reading. Should have, yes. We should have never let it be taken out of the schools. Yeah, that's right. Amen. Amen. We, sh- we should have never allowed them to take care from high schools and colleges and, and, and university, all of them. We should have never, right. ever. We, we didn't have to. We didn't have to. Look what we did in this election. Mm-hmm. The people got up one last time. The great giant called the, the family of God got up and voted. That's right. And all hell is against yeah. this presidency. All hell is against. Why? Why? I'll tell you why. Be- yeah, that's yeah. it. Because of righteousness. righteousness. Good and evil. That's right. Good and evil. That's what it's about, Zach. Mm-hmm. Amen. It's about Christianity cramps the style of this generation. Well, they, you know, never should have let, a, let, a, let them take the, the prayers out of the schools. That's for sure. Oh, yeah. How, how'd they let that happen? Well, they. They kind of were ordered to. They, they had to because of, you know, the laws of the land and the Constitution and stuff. My goodness. Uh, that, he, that's Jim Baker, of course, uh, purveyor of fine foods and, uh, and television bloviator. Oh, he's a mess. That man, yeah, he's... Uh, Actually, that was as coherent as I've heard him for a while. Mm. 
But boy, he's excited about this Trump presidency. Not really sure why. Uh, there is nothing that I've seen that indicates that Trump actually cares at all about religion other than just what votes it can get him. Yeah. Like, you know, I, I don't see why uh, anyone, any religious person would be excited about this man who is clearly, I mean, clearly yeah. without a moral center. It's going to be interesting as the, you know, conservative Christian groups start to realize that that that's true, yeah. what you just said. Uh, uh, what is the sense of, how is their sense of betrayal going to play out? I just wonder you if know? they will ever realize that, that, that that's true. He, I, he will continue, of course, to, uh, I think, to pander to them. There, you know, you, well, he's not you dance with the, to them. You dance with the guy much, that brought you. Uh, like, no, most, he panders. Most of these picks are not great picks for them. Maybe Jeff Sessions is. I think. I think he's. I mean, he's got a lot of like crazy kooky Christians in it. I, he's, he's got. He's got what's his name? Uh, what the the neurosurgeon that he? Oh, there's Ben Carson. Ben Carson. Yeah, that's true. He's got. He's got Breitbart fella on his right arm. You know, he's he's uh. He's dancing with the boy that brought him. Huh. This guy knows. I mean, he knows what side his bread is buttered on. He doesn't give a fuck about him. But gonna, well, it's who got it's him. Gonna there. Be interesting. Like I said, I, I, the the man is so. I I he's I I don't know. <laughs> I, I he's such his own individual. Yeah, right. He All is the, his own man. Right, I th- I think I, I don't that's think one thing. That that's ca- one way of putting <laughs> narcissistic personality I just don't think disorder. That these, that these that these advisors and uh, and you know heads of departments of government are they're not going to sway him. He's no. going to keep saying the nonsense. He's going to oh yeah, you know, and who he is is going to come out, and it's going to be a beautiful thing when the conservative Christians realize it. What you are, I think, underestimating, and I have plenty of evidence to back this up, is the conservative right's amazing ability to live in the cognitive dissonance, to sit there and happily smile as the two conflicting pieces of information wash over them, like like the waves of the sea. So basically all you have to do is... Give them a, you know, give them the abortion issue. Yeah, and give them a good Supreme Court pick, and the rest of it. And uh, and and yeah, be the, they'll they'll just deal with be the rest straight, of it. white, and male, and he's got it all down. Hmm. I I feel like he's just not. I I feel like they are just going to the ones that are behind him are going to stay there, hell or high water. He would have to like, I mean, if the if the Russian prostitute PP video came out, I think he'd lose a few of them. <laughs> I don't think he'd lose all of them. I think uh, they'd find a way to rally behind the guy. If the thing was released, if there, if such a thing exists, which yeah. we have no way of substantiating. Right. Uh, we had some folks right into us. Indeed. Uh, again, uh, the, 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 uh, one of the issues that seems to be holding people's attention is that of, God in your phone. 
the God in the phone. God in the phone. Uh, the okay. the insistence uh, of iPhones to capitalize the word God, and probably other phones. I don't know. Uh, Emily wrote in to, to help out our listener. She said, Hi, Frank and Nan. I love your podcast, especially as an ex-Mormon who grew up in Utah. Congratulations on the ex part of that. Well done. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had some advice for the person who contacted you a few episodes ago who was annoyed at the autocorrected, uh, or the autocorrect on her phone always changing God, lowercase God, to uppercase God. I had the same frustrations when I got my new phone, but someone gave me a hack. <laughs> Have her add the little g God into her contacts list. <gasps> that way, autocorrect will accept the lowercase spelling as being correct. What? <laughs> also, oh, that's great. Then you've got God in your contacts if you ever need to... Uh, yeah, lowercase God. Yeah. yeah. If you ever need to reach him Which or her. Which is the only God I'd ever want to deal with. It's the, yeah. This capital G God, he's a prick. He's an there's asshole. No way. There's no way. Anyway, uh, yes, uh, so I hope that helps from Emily. Uh, I, I think that's interesting. Now, last week when we were joking around about this, we were talking about all the various names of God and the fact that God itself is should be a title and not a name. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, and then we mentioned the name... Elohim. Uh-huh. Well, Rabbi Gruber wrote in. Oh, good. Uh, yeah. our, our, our longtime friend, uh, Rabbi Gruber, wrote in to say that Elohim means God. Yahweh is his actual name. Oh, wow. Well, I'm going to correct you, Rabbi <laughs> Gruber, because the Jews aren't the only ones who use the term Elohim. And to the Mormons, Elohim is his fucking name. <laughs> Because they're <laughs> fucked up. So, yeah, you may be right about that, but you're not the only people who use that term. Mm. Elohim, I have gone down yeah. and helped the people. If you guys haven't watched the uh, the video of the of the Mormon temples that uh, that Mike Norton put up, yeah. uh, his 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 YouTube handle is is New Name Noah. Mm-hmm. Uh, go ahead and go in there and uh, <laughs> and watch if you, if you. I mean, it will both bore and horrify you. But there's this <laughs> there's this there's this movie, and then in the in the Salt Lake Temple, it's not even a movie; it's live acted. Oh, at, with the finest local actors. Oh yeah. Well, no, we're not allowed in there. The the the, good the finest actors. octogenarian yes actors they can find right who go in and they 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 act out this whole really long really intensely boring uh uh play it's a little it's a little show it's that they show. put on where God tells Jesus to tell Michael is that who becomes Adam Arch- Archangel Michael or or is it? Well, okay. Wait. Say that again. God, Elohim. Elohim. God tells Jehovah. Tells Jehovah, Jesus, uh-huh. to tell Michael. Michael, Adam. who becomes Adam. Yes. Have we lost you? We should. Yeah. You should not be able to follow this. Yeah. By the way, to create the earth, to take matter unorganized. Yonder is matter unorganized. <laughs> And apparently organize it into uh, the ball of rock that we call mm-hmm. this earth. Yeah. And and separate the light from the dark. And all, yeah. Right. Do all the shit that, yeah. The, and the, and, and the firmament. And put upon it the animals of the sea and the blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And the 
But this doesn't all just happen. Like, God doesn't say, like, that's boring and stupid enough. Right. God saying, Jehovah, go tell Michael to do this and do this, 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 this. Right. No. Jehovah tells, or Jehovah responds to Elohim by saying, yes, I will go and do this, 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 this. Right. And then he turns around (laughs) and he goes and gets Michael and he says, Michael, we're going to go down and we're going to do this, 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 this. And Michael responds by saying, yes, we will go do this, 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 this. (laughs) And then Michael, and then they do it. And Michael turns around and says, Jehovah, we have done this, 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 this. And Jehovah turns around to Elohim and says, Elohim, we have done this, 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 this. And then they all turn to the to the, all the people who are going through the temple that day and see that they are asleep. <laughs> because that's a horrible way to tell a story. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. yeah, the Book of Mormon was chloroform in print. Try going to the temple. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then when you're when you're lulled into that like sleepy not really paying attention anymore. Suddenly you're standing around an altar and chanting mm-hmm. with your hands doing gestures in the air saying, hear the words of my mouth. And, and then you're like, like knocking on a door and doing secret handshakes. And it's still boring. They still can't, they can't even make secret handshakes interesting. Yeah. Because you have to like learn like, this hath it, hath it a name? It hath. It is a sign and a token and it is the sure sign of the nail and it is strengthen the sinews and mo- barrow- marrow marrow in the bones and it is health in my loins <laughs> it's crazy <laughs> i don't know karate but i do know crazy and that is it <laughs> oh okay wow it is it's nuts people all right do you have anything else uh no all right well we have some people to thank on Patreon. Oh. New patrons on Patreon. Our favoritest people in the you, whole wide world. If you'd world. like to join these kind folks, you can uh, go to our website, thankgodimatheist.com, and uh, click on the Patreon button. And the only reason you would do that, I mean, certainly you are under no obligation to become a patron of our show. The only reason you would do that is because uh, you appreciate what we do, hmm. and you're not uh, a skinflint. You're not a cheapskate. That's the only reason. (laughs) No, no, no. Wow, damn. I I kid, I kid. But yes, if you want to become a patron and help uh, help produce the show, you can do it like these fine people. Yes, uh, we have two new faithful uh, listeners. We have uh, Bill and Farron. And then uh, Jamin is now now beatified. Ah. So thank you. And James continues to be... Our Lord and Savior, in as our Patri et Fili et Spiritus Sancti. Amen. Amen. So, Dan. Yes, sir. We had a very nice guest on last week. Yeah, Fred Carter was on last week. Uh, those of you who uh, who may not have heard it or don't remember it, uh, he talked to us about his campaign mm-hmm. to relieve the LDS Church of its uh, of the burden of not being taxed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, a hefty burden. <laughs> yes. A, oh, a load billions of dollars of burden. Uh, yeah. Uh, he he wants to uh, he wants to. 
get the IRS to revoke their tax exempt, exempt status uh, because he feels that they participate in too much politics, which is against the rules, theoretically, yeah. for uh, churches. Yeah. Uh, and, and, and that is the condition up, upon which churches get their tax exempt status is that huh. they don't, uh, they don't wade into political campaigns. Uh, but they do, but they, yeah. And the IRS has gotten really like, I mean, have they ever at least recently, you know, gone after a church for being too political? No. And churches have outwardly openly defied them to come after them they do nothing they do jack diddly shit uh and that's somewhat understandable because the quagmire that they would be swimming into yeah is i mean the irs as an organization is already stretched to its limits as it stands yeah in terms it's why uh you don't hear too often about your friends getting audited anymore because uh, they don't have the funds. They don't have the ability to audit everybody. Hmm. So go ahead and cheat on your taxes. It's fine. Ooh. Legal advice from Dan Beecher. Well, as other podcasts have said, <laughs> do not take legal advice from a podcast ever. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but they... Uh, so so uh, if the IRS were to say, hey, we're revoking your status because you endorsed blank candidate right. or whatever uh the shitstorm that would that would ensue would be likely unprecedented yeah um so i get why they don't want to do it and here's the other thing is that the irs has a long history of being spineless pussies <laughs> about this about this subject yeah they were they allowed themselves to be blackmailed into doing what the Church of Scientology wanted. That is, that's also, yeah, that's true. The Church of Scientology infiltrated them, got a bunch of dirt on them, and then threatened to sue and sue. And they did sue them. And they continued to threaten to sue them until they relented and just gave Scientology their church status, their, right. their, their religious designation, right. which meant that they didn't have to, not only do they not have to pay taxes, but because of the church designation, they don't have to fill out the the is it the nine ninety form, which is I can't remember which is what one, yeah. all other tax exempt organizations in the country have to fill out. Right, and it's a shit. Show. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I worked for a nonprofit for a number of years, and it's the, it literally delineates tiny... where every fucking uh -huh. penny that has come in has gone. Yep, you, they you got to track. Everything that ever happens yeah. with every penny of every it's very, little. It's an expensive and burdensome process for nonprofits. Yeah. Um, and it's and it's what they all have to put up with uh -huh. unless they're a church. Right. And then they just they just send them a form like they just fill out a number. Probably. Yeah. Right? They basically just send in a little thing that says we're still here and that's it. Yeah. They don't have to tell anything. A little half page form. Yeah. Oh, just. This person's the president Hard. of our little organization. This person is, uh, you know, and and we're done. Yeah. We don't know the full details of exactly what that entails, but... You mean you and I don't know. Right. Right, yeah. Um, 
I'm sure it's known by someone. <laughs> but it's not the 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 you know having staff members or a staff member who's basically dedicated to that task, right? Or at least a, a good portion of their year is dedicated to that task. Yeah, no. it's a it's it's you know if you want to have a nonprofit, that's one of the deals. I mean, that's who you, that's the first person you write into your grant is that guy, <laughs> yeah. that person who who tracks all of the money. Yeah. Oh, so so yeah, Fred Carger is out there uh, trying tilting at that windmill. Yeah. Quixotically uh, attempting to uh, to divest one of the most powerful churches in the country uh, of of its status and wealthy with that's why it's powerful crazy status yeah is because it has so goddamn much money yeah, yeah. Uh, but in fairness there's a lot of good reason there uh, you know the church has been insanely active in the political realm. Yeah. Uh, in ways that they don't have to be. Uh, you know, we talked about the video that was that was leaked mm-hmm. of uh, of former senator from o- Oregon, uh, Gordon Smith, I think is his name. I don't remember. Uh, talking about how he used his position as a senator to get a whole bunch of Mormon missionaries into India. Right. By exerting that pressure. Yep. Um inappropriate <laughs> i would say yeah anyway uh so uh fred made his little commercial that was going to air in all the major markets of utah asking people uh to write him or call him or uh let him know about any information it was a tip line it was a tip line yeah that's what he was going to do that he had he had his little 30-second ad buy that was going to go for two weeks right, all over the state. And it was approved. So he announced it. He did a, a, a big uh, press conference mm-hmm. after our interview with him. I'm going to point out we scooped them all. And, uh, <laughs> and, then, and, then, uh, and then more news came out, which was that Comcast, largest provider of, uh, of cable... Uh, television programming in the world, I believe, has has now denied his his ad buy. Right. What do you think of that? Uh, well, I think that uh, Fred Carger just got a lot of free uh, attention. (laughs) Yeah, because now there's articles talking in the Tribune and elsewhere talking about. You know the fact that that Comcast uh, pulled it after they agreed to do it. Yeah, um, I think so yeah. that's good. He got some fr- some free publicity there. He may have made out like a bandit on this deal yeah. because he doesn't have to pay Comcast now, and he's his video is still popping up when people read these stories online. Uh-huh. So yeah, and so so it's great. Um, he's still getting the word out. Um, but yeah, I mean Comcast. Come on, they they the, the grounds that they cited. Um, were that the 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 ad had unsubstantiated uh, claims in mm-hmm. it, uh, and uh, but I, I think that's the whole point of a tip line. Yes, that 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 you have questions, and the product that you have here is 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 your questions. It's very clear <laughs> so. that the reason that his 
I think it's very clear. I could be wrong. It's very clear that the reason uh, his ad was pulled was because it was targeting an organization that is very powerful. Oh, absolutely. Uh, and 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 that does a lot of ad buying itself. Because because this uh, this particular uh, ad was approved. Yeah. Let us not forget yeah. it had already passed muster. Yeah. And then was pulled. Um, you know, it, even the Deseret News had picked up the story on this guy. By the way, wow! I just want to point that out. I didn't. I just barely noticed that. Um, it's a. Uh, it's. I don't know. It. I'm not a huge conspiracy nut or anything, but it's. The you know you, a, an it organization sure seems convenient. Let's yeah. put it that way. Yeah, uh, and and let's let's not forget that Comcast aired over the past year dozens of political ads mm-hmm. that made not only unsubstantiated claims about someone or some organization, but outright lies. Yes. That just happened all through the political, the, 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 the campaigning of, uh, of this last cycle. Right. So their, their, their complaints about Mr. Carger's ad, uh, are certainly, are, are certainly they yeah. a little disingenuous. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So we wanted to talk a little bit about tax exemption as a concept. Well, yeah, because, I mean, here we are. I think the the sense here of, like, having tax-exempt organizations, you know, especially, like, charitable organizations, mm. uh, just in general, your non-profit-type realm, is that, you know, these are groups that are doing good work that benefit society um hopefully in some way right right um whether it's uh some kind of aid organization for homeless folk or um an after school arts program right you know um and that's just barely scratching the surface of of what kind of services these groups could be giving right right any any group that wants tax exempt status mm-hmm. uh has to has to apply for it and show so, and show in some way uh, that they are in service of the greater societal good. Yeah, and there, and and so uh, it makes sense then that we don't uh, that we don't tax those groups um, because we're we're basically allowing them to step in and provide services to that the government otherwise would probably have to be providing. Yes, right? and so yeah, or, yeah. I mean, awesome. so, uh, so, and then your donations to those groups are also, uh, tax deductible. Right. 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 Which is nice. Which is nice. Um, so, I mean, so that's the argument, right? Uh, now I've read arg- arguments about why churches should have tax exempt status that range from, uh, they're just that, you know, they, they, they're, they're, uh, they do good. Uh, I, we saw, I saw one article from the LA times that talked about, this was, written of course this was a, a not an article but rather a uh, an op-ed sort of thing mm-hmm. uh that was written by a guy who's a lawyer for a, a large christian uh organization mm-hmm. and he said what better way to maintain the wall of separation between church and state than to actually call than to actually not make them pay taxes <laughs> they're not even paying uncle sam right 
How could they be connected to the to the state? It's, uh, look at that wall. Not oh. even money makes it through that wall. <laughs> that's how that's how high the wall of separation is uh, in his mind. Yeah, that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. That's, I know that's the best argument for me. That is a bullshit argument is what yeah. that is, uh, no. because everybody pays taxes. We all have to pay taxes. So you got to give you got to give us more reason than that. Right. Uh, not to pay taxes, because it's not like. You know, paying taxes amounts to the the state endorsing your religion because you have to pay taxes. That's yeah, not I, how that works. I, I don't get how that works. Uh, one of the interesting um, yeah, legal press. Instead of actually not taxing, that is tacit, you know, approval of that religious group. Well, uh, one of the most endorsement uh, of that important uh, uh, trials on this subject, uh, one of the most important Supreme Court cases we've had on the subject is a, is a case called Waltz versus Tax Commission of the City of New York, mm-hmm. in which uh, a self-described Christian, a man named Waltz, uh, who didn't belong to any specific church uh, and owned real estate in Richmond County, Virginia, sued the tax committee over property tax exemption for churches who claimed because he he claimed that uh, he and other taxpayers were being forced to subsidize these churches, which we are. Yeah, we are. We as a society are all subsidizing. You know, these churches are using state and federal uh, 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 services. Uh-huh. If they are on fire, they get to uh, have their fire put out by the local fire department, etc. Uh-huh. Uh, but they're not paying into the system. Right. They're using the system without paying in. Uh, so, so they were sued. Um, well, Waltz lost that, uh, by a vote of eight to one, uh, in 1970. Um, the majority decision, uh, which was written by then chief justice Berger, uh, said that tax exempt status, uh, which is granted to houses of worship is the same privilege that other nonprofit organizations get. And so, uh, and, 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 and the, the, uh, the state of New York, so this is, this is a quote from that decision. New York in common with others, with the other states has determined that certain entities that exist in a harmonious relationship to the community at large, uh, and that foster its quote, moral or mental improvement, unquote, should not be inhibited in their activities by property taxation or the hazard of loss of those properties for non-payment of taxes. Hmm. Uh, now, Justice, the, 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 the lone justice who dissented on this, a man named Douglas, uh, said that one of, he said, quote, one of the best ways to establish, he's saying, he's putting that in quotation marks, referencing mm-hmm. the Establishment Clause of the First uh, right. Amendment of the Constitution. Right. Uh, he says one of the best ways to establish one or more religions is to subsidize them with a tax exempt, which a tax exemption does. Mm-hmm. Uh, he said uh, he rejected the idea that it would be disruptive of traditional state practices uh, if if we were to release the uh, if we were to say to 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 not continue subsidizing them. Mm. Uh, you know, I think it's obvious where we're going to fall. In this argument, uh, do we really need to state our opinions? Yeah, honestly, we don't. Uh, it is interesting, though, that this is not 
I mean, yeah, I, I guess eventually it does seem to me that somewhere down the road someone will, you know, the, the tide will turn and will say, you got you, you to gotta do something more than just sit there preaching at people. Right. In order to, to earn this tax exempt. Right. Like, how does that, you know, how does that benefit the community at large? Yeah, where's the greater good? Yeah. That, now that now there is a in in uh Chief Justice Berger's uh majority decision in his decision he basically did say that uh he that somehow their existence has has a a, a stabilizing property on uh in in on the community. Well, does it? Huh. Well, it might, but I'll tell you what, there are plenty of congregations that are not stabilizing. Yeah. Uh, you know, we the uh, old Fred Phelps and his Westboro Baptists—they were not stabilizers. No, they were not providing that that service to the community. Oh, they they were agitators. Yeah, and, and many many churches are. I mean, we heard uh, Jim Baker earlier in the show agitating. Yeah, uh, talking about how we need prayers back in the schools and whatever. I mean, this is not stability, and the way that the way that the churches have been acting in this country has not been a stabilizing factor for a long time. Yeah, like in my recent memory, when you hear about a church engaging in the public con- conversation, they're hateful, they're hurting, they're not. You know, it's they're not there to just calm and placate the masses. Uh, Despite Karl Marx's notion that it is the opiate of the masses, it, it's not. They're not doing a good job of opiating everybody right now. Anyway, <clears throat> the cards are stacked against us, kids. I think that's what we're getting at here. Yeah, I mean, I guess though, when you have a Fred Carger who's going after a church, a big institutional church. Uh, I you, you kind of just a you're gonna root for him, yeah, clearly. But I mean, we gotta really support this guy. Like, like, like I think this is actually a really important thing, and it can maybe lead to a, a better discussion about these kind of things. I yeah, don't know. I mean, I don't, I honestly don't see it being a full like whatever he whatever he's able to achieve. Sadly, I think the LDS Church will just get a slap on the wrist. If, if that, if they can even prove uh, that they've been up to no, you know, if they've kind of crossed the line, you know, yeah, um, they would have to give them some, and again, a slap on the wrist. Nothing of, nothing of real consequence. Yeah, I mean, nothing. if I if we were betting that, men, I think you and I would both lay dollars to donuts that against. The LDS Church ever losing its tax exempt status? I don't think they're going to lose their tax. I just don't think that that's just, even possible. Not with the 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 history of the IRS. Yeah, and uh, and also just it's so ridiculously powerful. Yeah, but that does not mean you shouldn't go after it and bring attention to these issues and get people thinking about it. Absolutely, I think it's really important what he's up to. I think, and I think that you know, it may be enough to just give pause mm-hmm. to religions uh, f- mm. who, who attempt to flout the law in yeah. this way. 
because they don't like the publicity, right? And they don't like the the having to spend money on lawyers. Yeah, you know, for this reason, right? You know, so yeah, yeah. maybe they'll maybe they'll think, I mean, think twice. I don't know that I dare hope for this, but there's even the possibility, slim though it may be, that if he's successful enough, the church will actually stop having like you know, be stop. Telling our legislature here in the United, here in Utah, everything that Not they both. can can and can't do. Yeah, I mean that's more than one could hope. That's beyond. <laughs> that's ridiculous. Why am I even saying such uh, a thing? No. Oh well. Oh well. Well, if you guys have anything you'd like to add to this conversation, I don't know where we got to. We didn't get very far. We I think we went in a circle. Did we? <laughs> oh, probably. But if you guys have anything that you'd like to add, uh, please do so. We want to hear from you. So, uh, write into podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can call and leave the voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. Yeah, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash Atheist. And while you're there, search for the TGIA members only lounge and request to join. It's a closed group, uh, but we will let you in. Yeah. Uh, hey, speaking of the Members Only Lounge, thanks to uh, Sarah, Amy, and Danny for their help there moderating. Fantastic. Thank you, guys. And thanks to Mackenzie for her help on the more public side of our Facebook page. That's right. Uh, thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for the use of their fine, fine music. And to my cousin Gordon Johnston for the use of his as well. And thank you, dear listener. For listening. We sure do appreciate it when you do. Bye. Bye.